Southeast Radio's morning mix. He's a brave man, Alan, and I commend his courage in in in, in many of the comments that he made. Um, I, I think Mick is absolutely right about the obscene arms industry and the huge profits that it makes. And I admire his stance on the fact that whether you're a refugee fleeing war from the Ukraine or fleeing uh, uh, fleeing the brutality in Yemen, um, you must be treated. You must be treated similarly. Mick has a, a Mick is from the same uh, region right. that I'm from, the same area, and and he's always been brave in the stands he's taken, often um, uh, uh, going against the tide. Right. And I, I, I commend his, his, his point there that peace is always the better option. And, you know, as our larger parties uh, seem to make more favourable sounds towards European armies, I am uh, very conscious that uh, yeah. we come from a, a, a okay. tradition of neutrality, and, and that's where I, I right. feel we should I, I stay. I've got to go take to bingo, and I'm just a couple of minutes late, so apologies to our bingo players. But just, he made a very strong comment there that, unless I'm mistaken, it's going to go national, it's going to go viral. He described uh, the government as being racist. Now, that, to me, is going to hit the national airways. Uh, what did you make of that comment? Well, as I said to Alan, if you're fleeing war in the Ukraine or you're fleeing war in Yemen, you're still fleeing war. Speaks for itself. We like him or dislike him, you can't ignore him, that's for sure. And the listeners are reacting strongly to what we've heard from Mick Wallace today. Quite a lot of them are very supportive of what he said. Others said he doesn't know what he's talking about. But regardless of what he says, at least he has the the guts to say what he thinks. And that's what he's done this morning in the programme. Whether you agree or disagree with him, it's up to you to share your views. And if you want to share them with us, 53 9145 We have a couple of issues to discuss with my next guest. So I put him into the Green Party by mistake. In fact, it's uh, Eamon Hayes, not Eamon Ryan. I have here in studio with me. Uh, uh, good to talk to you, Eamon. Good morning to you. Good morning, Adam. Good morning to your listeners as well. Yeah. And Jim, just before we move on to the core of our discussion, which is a review of what we saw yesterday in the Kilmore Key, the consultation hosted by the Department of the Environment, Climate and Communications, and we discussed it with Mark in detail on the programme yesterday, you want to revert back to what's been happening on the shores of Wexford over the last uh, 48 hours or so. Well, I do, Alan, and thanks for giving me the opportunity. And I, I, I was quite outspoken about the horrors that uh, hard drugs are having in our communities and just how much is travelling through Wexford. And the figures speak for themselves. Over 20 million got in Ross Lair in, in a short few months. And, and what's uh, what, the, 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 that large freighter um, that's been caught coming from South America has highlighted this. And, you know... I've said this uh, publicly before. The parents have come to me. Parents have come to me afraid. Parents have come to me. Uh, they've had their windows broken. Threatened their children. Threatened to be beaten up, and in some cases, beaten up for for drug debts. Absolutely. And I've no, said. I mean, this. you can't just let that. I mean, that's that's, that's a very strong statement you shared with me this morning. That's you, unfortunately, you unfortunately, a reality, and has been for. Some and this years. is in rural Wexford, is it? This is in rural Wexford, and what is going to happen in rural Wexford with the change to the roster uh, in the area that I represent, Alan, is it's, instead okay. of two guards in Timon, we will have one oh, guard. I can't go down that route at the yeah. moment, okay. if you don't mind, and I don't really want to go down that route because in the interest of balance, I need to have somebody here to counteract what you're going to say there. Okay. But, but I, I will let you talk about, and I'm not, I'm not shirking the issue, it's just that when this issue is raised in future, I'll be discussing it with a counterbalance to it as well. Okay, okay. Is that fair, fair enough? enough? Fair enough, fair enough. But I think uh, I, I think it is very fair to say that 
uh, the drug gangs have got far too strong. Um, and, you know, the cocaine that's been smuggled in in Ross Lair, as I've said at meetings, is not flying out of there hmm. through the county. It's been moved. And we can see the huge figures and the huge money that's involved in this. And it frightens me that very serious criminals are using... Wexford and Ireland right. as a launch pad to move the cocaine into Europe. And I think have, have, you be, have you been threatened because of the stance you've taken on this? Um, I have received emails and other things have certainly happened uh, that have, have 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 given me concern. Yes, and I've been I've had. Uh, to, to 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 be factual about it, I've had bags of rotten fish thrown at the end of my lane. Now uh, I worked as a fisherman for quite some time. The man beside me is a fisherman, a fisherman, and let me tell you, a few bags of rotten fish are not going to intimidate me. They want to do, they want to do a little bit more than that. But if people are willing to send emails and if people are willing to. Uh, to do what they have done, I, I believe they've got far too plucky and far too confident and people like myself that are willing to uh, speak about how strong these groupings have got, uh, they, they would like to have a shut up, I'm sure. I've spoken to the guards about this and the guards regularly. Uh, are, are keeping tabs on Keeping tabs on it, yes. It hasn't toned you down though. I mean, uh, no, I mean I, I, we, we I saw the situation with Michael Healy Ray the other day. I mean, it's something that I've talked about to a couple of politicians. Uh, this, to me, was an escalation of what I've seen before. I remember being at a protest many moons ago and someone took the, uh, the recording machine out of my hand and slapped it on the floor because they weren't happy with the stance it was taken on a certain issue. I've been through it myself, but, but uh, what did you make of the Mi- no, Michael Healy Ray no, situation? We can have no place for tuggery. We can have no place for tuggery like that. We have a democratic system. People vote in who they want voted in. If they want somebody different, they vote, yeah. they vote them in. But no, personally abusing or trying to intimidate or trying to frighten uh, yeah. politicians, completely unacceptable. We have no place for that in, the, in a democracy. Eamon, you've been listening there. You're very much a man of the seas. You're concerned about the uh, the lack of services we have, particularly with our Navy. I mean, you want to salute the Navy and the bravery of them over the last 48 hours, but you, you said to me off air that you're concerned that you, f- you feel our naval services are no way at the level they should be at. No, the, unfortunately, the Navy, we have very little Navy. As I understand at the moment, we've won two ships active, one ashore and, and want to see and they've absolutely done a magnificent job over the last 48 hours with, with, with the ongoing investigation that's been done in Wexford yeah. and in Cork and I think it's a shame on our government that the, that the Navy has got to this situation and all the Defence Forces actually they're, they're not being resourced properly Right. It's a big ocean out there. There's a lot happening out there. And would you and are need, you saying that from the point of view of concerned citizen or concerned fisherman or what? What is prompting you to say that to me this morning? Uh, concerned citizen, uh, like Ireland is, a, is an island nation, like and, and uh, at the moment we've two navy ships, like you know we're probably one of the biggest coastlines in Europe. We're yeah. definitely the biggest sea area in Europe, and here we are at, uh, with with two uh, navy ships. And yet you can see, there, yet you can see with the ones we have. If they were properly resourced, what they could do, what they can do, yeah, what, 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 can what, what they have done, yeah, yeah. it's it's a big oh, ocean out there, and right. it needs to be uh, pleased. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's look back at the review that took place uh, when it comes to energy. Um, with uh, it was in Stella Maris and Kilmore Key yesterday. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast. 
Well, let's go back to yesterday's programme when we were told about a public consultation hosted by the Department of the Environment, Climate and Communications in Kilmore. We spoke to Mark about it in detail. Wind farms off the southeast coast. I had been brought down, in fact, I was invited down by Jim Codd a short while ago to a meeting. It's going back over a year ago where this issue has been discussed. Uh, Eamon, uh, Eamon, it's not Ryan anyway. <laughs> I wish I had his money. <laughs> Eamon, can you just give me your view of what happened yesterday then? And just remind us what part of the fishing industry you're involved in, please. Well, I'm, I'm involved in the marine tourism sector at the moment, recreational fishing. I've been a fisherman all my, all my life and various other uh, jobs at sea. Uh, we'd, be, we'd be supporting the inshore fishermen in, uh, on the, on, in Kilmore and on the south coast as well, which there are probably about in the region of 500 vessels, inshore vessels between Cork, yeah. Wedgwood and Waterford. And what we are looking for to our organisation, the Irish Charter Skippers Association, we are looking for a turbine-free zone inside our territorial waters. And if I explain to your listeners, our territorial waters are from the shore off 12 mile. Mm-hmm. And these hold very sensitive areas, very uh, most sensitive ecosystems as regards the bottom and, and supporting all the different species inside it is very, very, very sensitive. And we right. must protect this. And okay. I, once again, it's left down to the stakeholders, the fishermen and the tourism to protect our waters. Like okay. Castletown done a few years ago, or last year with the Russians. It, the, the government are, are not uh, responding anyway. Mm-hmm. We met with Airgrid and... Uh, Department of the Environment yesterday and really I don't think they're getting the picture they're not getting the seriousness of the situation that they're, they're going to allow in our waters in, Right, in so, our so like we heard in detail of what their plan was we also heard yeah. quite clearly that they wanted to engage with the people within the community um, so you were there, you met them uh, and what did you come away thinking then after you spoke to them? I come away that, that we're in the same space as, where, as we were a year ago Mm. Nothing has changed, in my view. Uh, we, we were supposed to go from a developer-led to a government-led. But my suspicions are we're still government-led, only they are still developer-led, only they're in the background and the government is fronting them. Did you hear or uh, did you see anything positive from what, from, from what happened yesterday? Not really, no. Not, not from our point of view. We, we need our inshore waters protected. Let me just, if I could take a minute yeah, just to put a bit of scale on these developments. Put a bit of scale and kind of de- define it for us a bit more. What are we talking about here? These Are these, are these lobster men? What, what are they? They're uh, inshore fisheries are lobsters. They're vessels on 10 metres and, and under and the charter boats are about the same, similar size. They haven't the capacity to go further out to water. To go farther out. Right, okay. So the, the wind farm the wind farm developers are new, new, new kids on the block as regards inshore waters like they are planning to build structures in our seas in our inshore waters if I could put scale at the height of the Eiffel Tower 96 story buildings that's the, that's the height scale of them with uh, and people are familiar with the, the spire in Dublin mm-hmm. with blades the same size 120 metres the same size as the the spire in, du- in O'Connor Street in Dublin spinning around the top. And, that's and you, the, that's you, the scale you can back up what you just said. I can back it up, yeah. yeah. Even, uh, if I, was it nine months ago, uh, Eamon Ryan was actually in, in the studio and he admitted that this is going to be the biggest construction project in the history of the state, right. bar none, he said. 
And, and we're going to put There's going to be two sides to this argument, Eamon, because people are going to say, we want this in Wexford, we want the job opportunities, we want the potential wind yeah. energy. And at the same time, there's going to be people agreeing with you and saying, well, we don't want it well, to the detriment well, of we, our What we don't want, Alan, is we don't want them in our inshore waters. Okay. Keep them outside the territorial ter- 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 And, and did you say that to them? What did yeah, they say? Yeah, we said that to them. And yeah. what did they say? Well, they agree with you. They, they agree with you. We'll do what you can. But don't, don't, we've, we've got nothing definite. We're still in the same okay. situation officially. Jim Codd. Yeah, Alan, thanks very much. And thanks for giving us the opportunity and for the fishermen and their voice to be heard here. And many of the fishermen would often say the national broadcaster doesn't doesn't, doesn't give us enough time for, for, for put up these arguments. But as Eamon rightly said, this is going to be the biggest building project in the history of the state. To put it in to put it in context, eight thousand six hundred square kilometers is what is in the current D map before it's refined further. So they can go anywhere in this. And to put that in perspective, eight thousand six hundred, nearly nine thousand square kilometers at sea. County Wexford is not two and a half thousand square kilometers. It runs out to the thirty mile uh, limit. And um, what Eamon has said, and, and what many fishermen have expressed to me, and rightly so, is that if you put them out beyond the 12-mile limit, you protect the inshore waters, the spawning grounds, the grounds where the herring are coming into now, where the whales are coming into, where the lobsters, where the whelks are. You put them out. We're not against windmills. We understand. We have, we, we get the same ESB bills as everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but if you put them in the inshore waters, you will force those small boats to go out behind them to fish. Right. Now, looking out the window today, every boat is tied up. There's many days like this where a fisherman can't travel. But he'll chance going out to make a living on, on, on bad days. And we have we should not force them out further, be it right. the 11 charter boats in Kilmore, the 25 pot boats. We should be protecting those. It makes sense from an environmental perspective mm. because they're going to burn less diesel. They're not travelling out right. uh, further. And rather than serve uh, industry and these often huge international companies that are coming in wanting to put these in our waters, which I have some problem about in itself, we should be serving the coastal communities who make a living out of this area and have done so for right. generations. And, you know, you had Mick Wallace on earlier on and... I, I would like to, to, to bring to your attention and to his attention, as I'm sure he knows, that Ireland is over 22% of all EU waters, but it's only 5% of the fish. So this is the weight that the fishermen already carry. Right. And it was 400 boats in 2004, 250 were scrapped in the 20 years, there's only 150 left in the over 50 feet length. So if, if, you, if we want to make any attempt at preserving these communities, we must listen to the fishermen. And I suppose what I came away with yesterday was I was, I was very taken with the fact of how little knowledge it, 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 it appeared these consultants had uh, gleaned from the fishing community. When I asked them how big an impact will the surveying of the waters have uh, uh, on the fish stocks, I was told it'll have no more impact than the ordinary boats with the ordinary radar that are travelling over it. And that is not the story that the fishermen are telling me. So, I mean, the fishermen remain in the dark. This huge area remains open. Yeah. Uh, there is two two areas that have been um, uh, picked where the, where the power cables will be brought in. Uh, one power cable is going to come into Great Island, but the area that's that they're going to survey is 
1,200 square hectares and there's another area down off Yall where they're going to survey to to bring in the power and that's going to be near 70 square 70,000 square hectares so these are massive massive operations Mm. this is going to have a massive effect on coastal communities Right uh, look uh, some strong views expressed there by Jim Cobb but again in the interest of balance when I spoke to Mark yesterday I got the impression that they wanted to listen they, they, they were there from one to eight yesterday so you have to sort of uh, like they're willing to listen because one of the points that was raised when I went down to that meeting that day was that there hadn't been enough dialogue and enough uh, uh, communication and obviously that, that aspect of it has improved and hopefully will improve even further Well yeah they're, 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 they want to listen and, and uh, they are listening but what are they going to take away from it? They're given the impression that they're listening and taking it all in. You're, you're, you're afraid it could be a box-ticking exercise. Yeah, yeah, Is that what exactly. you're saying to me? I'm yeah. not putting words in your mouth. Most yeah. of these meetings we find are box-ticking exercises. Right. Well, I'm going and to send back a transcript of what you've said to me this morning to let them respond to because yeah. I, I have to find anything we asked them yesterday, they answered yeah. They answered openly and honestly. So again, like we need to get a resolution to this. Don't we? Yeah, we haven't moved forward from uh, a year ago, hmm. in my opinion. What we have moved forward with is a massive uh, DMAP on our shores. Right. But where that's going to go, what's the end game on this, we so, have no so idea. So, in a nutshell, you're very concerned? We're very, very concerned and very, very worried for the jobs in all, all along our coast. Charter boat and tourism and fisheries re- represent a huge social and economic value for coastal communities yeah. and are the mainstay of our coastal uh, heritage. I have to leave it there. Do you want to make a very yeah, quick the comment? Minister, thanks, and the Minister assured me as a meeting in the Council that he would listen to the fishermen and that their concerns would be represented in the maps. Let's see after Christmas, after the consultation clauses, will will he listen? Or was it, as you rightly said, a right. box-ticking exercise, which I fear, as do the communities on the coast? I, I'd just like to say one thing before you close down there. Yeah. We, <laughs> I hope I'm not going to close no, down. You're I'm going to head to the news. Right? <laughs> we, we, we see the solution to this our 10 mile territorial waters be taken out of the map our yeah. worries go away ok I'll go back with what you yeah. suggested there and see can we get further response but dialogue is good communication yeah. is good I found them very uh, upfront and informative yesterday yeah. and as I found what you've said to me both of you have said to me this morning our phone and text line is hopping at the moment about a wide range of issues we have another poll to do straight after 11 so don't go away Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Southeast.